Hey everybody, welcome back to Today in Tech, still without a proper host. Uh, my name is Michael Simon, I am with Macworld, and this is Ken Mingus, he is with Computer World. And we are talking about, uh, what are we talking about? I just, I just totally spaced. <laughs> coming up, whenever it's ah. coming up, it's with a focus on the Apple Watch today. Right, so um, yesterday there was a rumor um, that the first fall event, which isn't actually in fall, it never is, but we call it then anyway, because it's close enough is september 7th which is which is unique for a couple different reasons one it's a wednesday usually that first event is on a tuesday and two it's early because usually apple we have labor day and back to school and people getting back into the the fall swing of things and then we have the apple event in like the teens 10 12 14 so we expected it to be on tuesday september 13th 13th yeah um that's not the case well, we don't think. We don't know. That's not the case, according to Mark Gurman, who generally knows what he's well, talking about. We will about know shortly, case. because if that's the case, invites will have to go out within the next week or two. Uh, two. Two weeks. So, okay. yeah, if that's the case, we'll get an invite on August 30th. Okay. Um, uh, looks like it's going to be virtual again. Apple's not quite ready to bring everybody back to um, Apple Park. Maybe next year. Maybe WWDC possibly could be, or maybe like that spring event, that March event. Could be a live one. I'm personally, I don't really care, and I like it better this way because I hope they. I, I actually wish they would just keep doing it virtual. <laughs> it moves so much faster. You get all the information. And I, I wonder if Apple, like, how does Apple feel about it? It's not like they're getting any less coverage. I applause, maybe, but uh, you know, when they have people in the in the building, but uh, that just slows things down. Yeah. So there's a there's a, there's applause breaks and everything else. So yeah, another virtual one. So it'll be you know fast moving, about forty five minutes, and it's the iPhone event. But we're not going to talk about the iPhone today. We're going to talk about the Apple Watch because that's the potential to be an even bigger announcement this year. So bigger we, in terms of something really new. Yeah, and different, and and you know could really push the category forward. Apple has. Let me think here. Twenty fifteen. Am I right about that? Be seven years into the Apple Watch. Well, yeah, Series Seven. So we're 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 seven years in to the Apple Watch development. It feels like a lot longer than that, but it's not. It's only seven years, and I think it's I, actually eight years, isn't it? Because wasn't the Apple Watch was there was no Series One per se, was it? It was. Was wasn't there something before Series One though? Just Apple. Well, the, the original one. Yeah. And then one. Well, whatever. I'm thinking it was a 2014. I, I anyway. thought it was 2015 where it came out, but maybe whatever, whatever it is, it's seven or eight years. It's been a, a lot of years. Yeah. It's been it's been long enough where it's a mature, established product, yeah. but it's still relatively new mm-hmm. compared to the iPhone and certainly compared to the Mac. So it hasn't changed all that much. It's the screen is bigger. So we started with the 38 millimeter and a 40 millimeter back when it first launched. And that's still available in the Apple Watch Series 3, which is probably going away. Now we have 41 and 45 millimeter sizes. Um, the case is a little bit bigger, slightly thicker, faster, all that stuff that you expect in, a, in, a, in an evolving product, but it's essentially the same. We have the digital crown, we have a button, we have a, a, you know, a screen that you can tap and do things with. and. We've gotten always on display and new sensors, things like that. But from, from year to year, the Apple Watch has been basically the Apple Watch. This year, we're supposed to be getting Apple Watch Series 8, which will be you know the same as the 7, 41 and 45 millimeters and some improvements. But with that, uh, Apple Watch 
Pro is what people are calling it. And what that would be is a larger watch, possibly as large as like 50 or 51 millimeters, which that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, there's been all sorts of various Apple watches. Apple watch edition is the big one with, which is uh, titanium or ceramic and more expensive uh, Hermes with those ridiculously expensive bands. Nike has one. There was a sport way back when like we've seen these things, but they're always kind of variations on the regular watch. Right. Like if you spend three ninety nine on the Apple watch series seven or fifteen ninety nine on the, on the Hermes one, it's the same thing. You're just getting a better band and, you know, like a different watch face or something. This is the first time where Apple is really going to differentiate the line with like a new higher end product that isn't just like a different material. And I'm curious to see how like a what it like what it is like. Is it just bigger or there's, there's reports that it's going to be a different material, maybe um like like a rugged it's supposed Perfect. to be for extreme yeah. sports. Yeah. 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 For, for like people who are out hiking, you know, uh, rough, rough sports, whatever. And you want something that's a little more durable yep. and, uh, and solid. I actually, that's, this is the first uh, variation of the Apple watch in at least the last four or five years. that really has caught my eye. Well, you're, you're, you're a big watch guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess. And, uh, I, I tried the Samsung watch for a couple of years. I, I really did like, I do like the round form factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I jumped over to Garmin, which I really like. I've got my, you know, my Garmin uh, tactics, which, which for, for exercise and anything you do, biking, hiking, gym time, running, whatever, the amount of data that Garmin produces from you know the device on your wrist is amazing and i really like that but i would be really curious about the larger form factor especially if it's like a 51 millimeter i mean that would be a very large screen yeah. the things i the things i've seen say that the screen on the pro is only going to be like seven percent or maybe ten percent larger than the than the larger watch now well i mean if you do the math on that 45 millimeters that's that's about it's about yeah. four and a half millimeters they i mean that's 50. Yeah, okay. So you know it's it's going to be around there. Yeah, that's big. I and wouldn't want one. Expensive too. And it's going to be probably like edition level pricing, which is oh. like nine hundred. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I personally, that's not for me. Like it's like I think the forty-five millimeter is too big. Like I have, I have, I guess I have dainty wrists. I don't. I was going to say those things look like postage stamps. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just I've never been a big watch person. I've never been. I just I like them small, okay. so I get the forty-one millimeter, and that's perfectly fine for me. But there are probably a, a whole contingent of people out there, particularly who who do this type of sport, because Garmin has like a whole niche there. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they it's a smart watch, but it's they're very much geared towards a specific type of athlete, specific type of person, and this is that's clearly what Apple's going after here. Yeah, you know, the, the, the difference between, like, say, a Garmin and an Apple Watch is that the Garmin is much more a fitness tracker with some smart watch features right. lightly, you know, sprinkled in the mix, whereas the Apple Watch is, is full-on a smart watch with a lot and increasing numbers of, of fitness tracking, um, I don't know, apps, software, yeah. parameters, whatever. Apple has been building on that because I think they've seen that a lot of people – use the apple watch specifically for that i mean at the gym the apple watch is overwhelmingly 
the the watch of choice of people that you know I see using. So I, I think Apple's moving in the right direction if this all turns out to be true. Yeah, and uh, also expected to have a new temperature sensor, which would be so it's not going to be like you can just like tap your wrist and say like oh I I have a fever, but it would track trends over time, and. Uh, the reports are that it would be for you know maybe saying okay listen your 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 skin temperature has been elevated for a day or two you might be getting sick, or or and um, for uh, female fertility because that's also temperature based. But um, I think Apple is going to be very careful with this, much like the blood oxygen thing, to say hey this is not something you should rely on, and this is not something that you should just say like oh I'm fine I can go out and I'm not sick because my watch says uh, my body temperature is fine. <laughs> well, it's good for checking the trend, though. I mean, you know, for again, sure, for the sure. absolute number, whatever the temperature is or whatever the, the your blood ox is, might not be 100% correct. But if it's always at certain levels and then suddenly goes up That's or right. goes down in a certain way, it can tell you something may not be something may be going on. Yeah, and you know, case. obviously you need to go see a doctor or whatever it is. Then, and we we read those reports fairly regularly. Where people get that Apple Watch notification about the heartbeat irregularity or the blood oxygen thing, and they say like, "Hey, listen, I went to my doctor and I had this, and I, you know, I've discovered that I had that." So you know, it definitely works. That's kind of the thing. So you talked about Garmin and all of the stats and data they provide. I mean, I think Apple is very um, careful about pushing that information. Like Fitbit does the same thing; they have a ton of, of data, and you know, it's. I'm, I'm not going to say it's wrong, but it's not as accurate as, you know, it could be. And I think Apple wants to make sure that's why they do all these studies. They do a ton of like you can opt into heart studies and research studies with, when you when you buy a watch because that algorithm, they're not going to push it to people unless it's rock solid. Yeah. So that's why, you know, these these features, these these metrics kind of arrive in like dribs and drabs and they are not there the blood oxygen is a good example. Like when that arrived, it was, they did one thing. And then over time, it'll, it'll be added to other, other sense, other sensors, other, um, other, uh, stats, mainly sleep stuff that they doesn't do yet, but Apple's learning and, and, and researching and is going to figure that out. And eventually they'll, they'll push it when they're certain that it's accurate enough to be useful. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen, I was looking up some of the, the rumors around, you know, upcoming Apple Watch this year and maybe the next, and there's things like that, you know, they talk about blood glucose monitoring. Yeah. For instance. I saw something saying that there, Apple may have patented a, uh, a watch band that tightens up when you're doing exercise so that you actually get better readings. Yeah. You know, and that's that's one of the issues with, with these devices, regardless of the manufacturer, is it really depends, you know, some people basically don't wear it right. They wear it too high, they wear it too low. It's mm -hmm. not good readings, it's not in contact with the skin, it's too loose. And, you know, you have to sort of account for all that if you're going to start using these as devices that are more than just telling the time, sending messages and, and, and checking, uh, uh, you know, your heart rate once in a while. I mean, if they're going to be really useful for health and fitness, you, you have to really, you know, eliminate as many of those variables as you can. And so I, I agree with you. That's why Apple does this very cautiously and very slowly. Yeah, and it's not, that's that's not a unique to Apple thing, like, right? You know, Fitbit, all that. Like you know, they all tell you how to strap it on, how to wear it. 
And, you know, some people just don't do it. They wear it upside down. They wear, you know, <laughs> like some people just don't get it right. And we've seen a lot of patents in that regard yeah. with things like that the Apple Watch could do going forward. Um, uh, glucose is, is one of the ones that we've heard rumors about for it's got to be years by now because uh, Tim Cook has said it on earnings calls and, and, and in interviews that that's one of the things that they want to do, but non-invasive. Like they don't want you to have to obviously, you know, prick your finger, but they don't want anything like digging into your skin. So it's not, you know, so they would have to use light and and whatever else on your skin to get that reading and they're just not there yet. But we we read about that every year, that that's something that they're really pushing and really trying to get to a level where they can mass market it in a, in, in a watch. You know, the, the other feature too, and I don't even know if this is mechanically possible, but the idea of of using the watch to monitor blood pressure. I think that would be a real game changer for sure. any device maker if they could get it and it was accurate. But once again, that's one of those things you really have to make sure it's accurate because if you're telling somebody their blood pressure is too high and it's not, false alarm. If you're telling them the opposite, then you know you you have a problem. Right. But you wouldn't know it. So it's yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not a, a doctor, but I do know blood pressure is a whole thing. Like they, they strap the thing to the arm and they squeeze the thing. <laughs> so I don't know if that's even even possible. But I also didn't think blood oxygen readings was possible either. So like the things that they're able to do in these in these small little spaces now are just staggering. I mean, we you can you can get an EKG on your watch. It's it's, yeah. it's nutty. So I'm sure that that's something that they're also looking into as well. I mean, health is like becoming the number one thing that that they want. It wasn't really when it first launched. It, it was a smartwatch and a, and a social thing, and oh, and it also does this. Health is rapidly like leapfrogging all those other features as the number one reason why you you need or want uh, a, a, a new Apple Watch every year. Yeah. Hey, question, Michael. You know, do we have any sense? I, I presume there'll be new watch faces because Apple always rolls out. Uh, watch OS nine has a couple already. Okay. Um, there may be exclusive ones for the new watches, particularly the large, like the Series Seven got them because of the screen. Right. So that fifty millimeter one—that's a lot more room to work with. So yeah. Yeah, I would think the Apple Watch Pro, which is what they're rumored to call it, will have two or three exclusive watch faces that really kind of spread things out and, you know, densely pack it with information because it's such a it's it's so much of a bigger a bigger watch. Is there any chance that Apple will ever open up watch faces to like third party developers? I mean they opened up the lock screen on iOS sixteen to third party developers. That was shocking. So sure, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they let they let in complications. That's something. You can save watch faces and then like share them with people so they're kind of right there if they do they'd have to be they would have to have real tight control over it because the last thing you want is to open up your your watch gallery and there's like 800 you know crappy watch faces yeah and you download them and they don't work right like fitbit did that yeah does that and you know at the beginning it was just kind of like wide open and a bunch of them were 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 just terrible so they've they've gotten better at kind of weeding out the the ones that that aren't great. So you have to be careful about that. Um, what I wish they would do is release them more often, 
like mm-hmm. I wish they weren't tied to and sort of a rollout. Of the yeah, game. maybe like have a spring watch face like they do that with Pride Month when they come out with the band. They have a new a new uh, watch face with that. So they it's not unprecedented. They can do it. But it would be cool. Like maybe a movie tie in, maybe a Top Gun watch. I don't know. Like <laughs> something something that makes the, the product you bought, you know, feel fresh every couple feel of relevant. Months. Christmas. Time, yeah. I don't know. Winter, whatever it is. Um, because you know they they're they're very well done, like the watch faces ones that they have. What are they like twenty of them or so? Like they're they're fantastic. They're they're meticulous and they they do a great job with designing them. They're way better than the ones you get on Android. I mean, like not even close. Yeah. So, I just wish they did it a little bit more often. But I think we'll see a couple. Sure. Okay. And you did did I hear you say correctly that the, the, there's not a new chip in this particular year? Well. That's the question. They say that there will be, like the rumors say that there will be an S8 chip, but it's probably going to be the S7 chip, which is actually the X, S6 chip. Like they haven't right, actually changed it. Yeah, non-upgrade. There was yeah, really the, no major change at all. Right. The Series 7 has what Apple calls an S7 chip, but it's not. Yeah. So it's the same as the S6. I mean, honestly, do we need one? No. It's a watch. Like I don't think we need that kind of processing power to 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 double or or whatever it is twenty percent. Like, who, who needs it? Well, yeah, I'm not thinking so much about speed and more about the efficiency. And you know, one of one of the things that that certainly the Garmin people love to talk about is the length of time they can go between well, we can between charging. You know, days or sometimes weeks, depending on how you do it. And the Apple Watch really does need to be charged up. What about once every day, day and a half? Uh, and and so. Maybe less, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Apple could come up with a you know an updated processor that allowed for longer periods before you have to charge the watch, I think that would be a very very big thing. For, yeah. So the there, Apple. that Apple Watch Pro is it's bigger, bigger case, bigger screen, bigger size. Exactly right. So that's the that's the speculation is that that one will last. 36 hours or something like that. So the Apple Watch has had 18-hour battery life since it arrived, which right. is fine. But when you, as it grows, and we're talking about sleep tracking and better exercise tracking and all that stuff, all of a sudden you you have to charge it at some point during the day if you want to use it all day. And that's not the greatest experience. Like imagine your iPhone was like that. Like, oh, well, you know, I got to plug it in at 3 o'clock. Like Apple has gotten the the, the phone to the point where – you know, you basically don't have to worry about battery life. Right. Correct. And I think the Apple Watch needs to get there too. Um, we'll see. It's supposed to have a low power mode, which would allow you, like, let's say you're out for a weekend, you don't want to bring your charger, like, you can turn off some things and maybe stretch that battery life mm-hmm. by an extra five or 10 hours, depending on what you want to do. Because right now, the low power mode is terrible, it's a power reserve mode. It's j- literally shuts everything off except for like a little green um, digital readout of the time. It's awful, like it's useless. So well, like, like if you could it into nothing, I mean, it, it turns it into just you know a, a, a cheap clock. Yeah, right. Or a very expensive clock, I guess I should say. Yeah. But it's, um, when you turn off all the features, what, what's the point? Right. So if there was a low power mode where you can shut off everything except step tracking or something, or you know, turn off GPS and 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 all the all the things that that are the the sensors that are using your battery. So we'll see how they do that. Other, other watches, Android watches do that stuff very well where you can go from 16 or so hours to like 
40, depending on what you do, what you turn off. So yeah. that's something that I'm, I'm looking at. I agree. Battery life is the number one issue with the Apple Watch, and I think that's probably holding it back. Like the number one thing that's that's holding it back is battery life because you can't do adequate sleep tracking and exercise tracking and wear it all day without charging it for at least a little while at some point between wake up so. and sleeping. And and that's you know, Fitbit lasts five days. Sam the Samsung watches are, you know, they're not so great. But that's to be expected. Um, and you said the Garmin ones also like that's that's their that's their thing. If Apple yeah. can figure that out to get you know, 36, 20, 36 to, to 48 hours, I think would be good in an Apple Watch, which is, you know, that's three times as long. That's significant. I think yeah. that's what they, that's the next thing that they need to tackle. Yeah, and, and you, you make the point, you know, if you're going to be using these things to exercise with, and people really do track their sleep habits, you know, yeah. the, the how, how deep the sleep is, whether there's sleep apnea, you know, breathing, respiration while sleeping, all that stuff. Uh, you can't do, well, I'm not going to repeat you. you. You got it right. You can't do all that stuff when the Apple Watch needs charging after, you know, 12 to 18 hours. Yeah, because no one's thinking, like, you, you don't think about that. And then all of a sudden it's it's nighttime and you're down to 15% and, you know, like, oh, now I got to charge it. Like, it's just something that shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thought. Yeah. Um, also coming this year, it's a new Apple Watch SE. So that's that's Apple's like. That's the low end model, right? It's, well, it's not quite the low end. So the, there's the 199 Apple Watch Series Three that okay. has to be going away, right? Like, there's no way it's not. It it doesn't support WatchOS nine. Apple's been selling it for for four years. Um, it's the old design, old sensors, old chip, old everything. I think that's that's gone. Now I don't know if anything replaces it down there. Maybe the maybe they they start production on, on like a on like a four, or a five. I don't know. We haven't heard anything about that. But uh, Apple Watch SE two. So the Apple Watch SE came out two years ago, at two hundred seventy nine dollars. It's essentially an Apple Watch Series five, mm-hmm. without an always on display. Um, rumor would be that it would be similar, but probably bring the always on display. Hopefully for a price cut so if they get rid of that 199 if they get rid of that 199 model sorry (laughs) if they get rid of that 199 model um like that se has to drop i think to like 249 maybe something like that yeah that would that would be helpful but if not um if, if it's the same 279 with an always on display the same sensors, maybe a newer chip. That's 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 pretty compelling for that yeah. price range. Two forty nine would be better. One ninety nine would be amazing. Um, but it's been two years. It needs it needs an update because without the always on display for one, that's like that's that's a big seller. Like yeah. nobody wants a, a, a to look at their watch. And there's nothing there. Not in this day and age. Well, uh, before we go, any sense about pricing for the you know for the regular Apple Watch eight? Do we expect there'll be an increase? I doubt it. It's been yeah. it's been three ninety nine forever. I'm assuming it is going to stay there. I assume the Pro is eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Like it's it's going to be a lot. And yeah. the, the SE two forty nine, two seventy nine, probably you know around there because 
you can't go too high. Like if like if the SE is three twenty nine, that's like what's the point? Because then you could just go to three ninety nine and get to get the new one. Right. So it's got to be in the twos. Um, I'd like it to do two twenty nine would be awesome. Which is like it, it's often on sale on Amazon for two twenty nine. If they were mm-hmm. able to bring it in at that price range, they'd sell a ton of them because then you got a real compelling product. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, so uh, that's the big changes coming for the Apple Watch. We'll talk about uh, the big event in a couple of weeks before, uh, I guess, before the 7th or whenever it is. By then, we'll know whether or not. Uh, um, yeah. Um, well, the, the obviously, it's the iPhone event. Everyone's going to want to know what, what's the iPhone 14. We'll, we'll talk about that in two weeks, one way or the other. But yeah. by then, we might have uh, an event. Uh, in the invitation, we might know we not we might know for sure that it's going to be on the seventh. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, um, Mike. Thanks for that. That was really enlightening. And and like I say, I am looking forward to hearing about the Apple Watch Pro, whatever it is. First time I've been interested in the Apple Watch part of these things in a long time. Um, you you've so, never had an Apple Watch, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I had several early on, and oh, then uh, I, I had like the first three or four of them, and then and then jumped to okay. try out the Samsung. Thing in uh, Samsung Galaxy, I think it was, in like yeah. 2017 or 2018. And then I've been a Garmin guy since 2020. So I'm ready to come back, Apple. Make me proud. Do something I want. Well, you, you, <laughs> you're not getting a circle, I can tell you that much. I know. I know. Well, that's okay. I mean, I, you know, I, I like round, but I, I can I can adjust if need be. Um, anyway, in the meantime, I guess we should let it go for that for now on that, on that note. Um, Thanks for watching. Uh, if you've been watching us on the LinkedIn channel, the LinkedIn page, please jump over to the YouTube channel. You can uh, leave some comments, questions. Let us know what you think about uh, uh, Apple's plans for the Apple Watch as we know them now. Um, leave questions, comments. Like I said, please, of course, subscribe to the channel if you like what you see. Um, and hopefully uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. <laughs>